Welcome to you and to the program As the Sun Sets with me, Father Emil. Well, I hope you've had a good day. Time for us now just to settle down as we come to the end of the day to look back and simply say, Well, thank you, Lord. I met some interesting people today, made a few good decisions, maybe a couple of bad decisions, maybe got into bad shape or into a bad relationship over whatever bit of an argument i don't know whatever it is we come to the end of the day we're not perfect we're not saints we do good things we do bad things but we come to the end of the day simply to praise the lord and to stop ourselves on our tracks and say lord thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of this day oh god come to our aid O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. child he will not abandon you for the mountains they fall and the hills turn to us yet the love of the lord will stand as a shelter for all who will call on his name sing the Him. He will gently call your name. Should you
as he swore to your fathers when the flood destroyed the land. He will never forsake you. He will swear to you. The Lord surrounds his people. Psalm 124, the Lord, the protector of his people. Those who put their trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion that cannot be shaken, that stands forever. Jerusalem, the mountains surround her so the Lord surrounds his people, both now and forever. For the scepter of the wicked shall not rest over the land of the just, for fear that the hands of the just should turn to evil. Do good, Lord. Do good to those who are good, to the upright of heart. But the crooked and those who do evil, drive them away. On Israel, peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord surrounds his people. Unless you become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. O oh Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly I have set my soul in silence and peace. As a child has rest in its mother's arms, even so, my soul. O oh, Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Unless you become like little children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Lord, you made us a kingdom and priests to serve our God. 
Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Worthy are you, O Lord, to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed men for God from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. And you have made us a kingdom and priests to our God, and we shall reign on earth. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Lord, you made us a kingdom and priests to serve our God. Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 3, verses 31 to 35. The mother and the brothers of Jesus arrived, and standing outside, they sent in a message asking for him. A crowd was sitting around Jesus at the time the message was passed to him. Your mother and your brothers and sisters are outside asking for you. And he replied, Who are my mother and my brothers? And then looking around at those sitting in the circle about him, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. Anyone who does the will of God, that person is my brother and sister and mother. But we always see Jesus and we hear him preaching, going off to pray into the hillside, interacting with his disciples, choosing some to be his closest allies. We hear him arguing with the Pharisees, the scribes, the rabbis. We see him showing tremendous kindness and sympathy, uh, encouragement to the marginalized, the poor and the sick and so on. And Sometimes we see Jesus in the context of his family. When he got lost in the temple, for example, why are you looking for me? He said to his mother and father, didn't you know I should be about my father's business? We know also how the family thought that he was mad, the sort of things he was saying and doing. Um, his kind of way of life, they thought it was of his mind. And today we find Jesus talking to the crowds, all sitting around him, 
And then the messages passed to him to say that his, his family are outside on the pavement. They want to see him. Maybe they wanted to know what he was up to, why didn't he come home, or whatever, I don't know. They want to see you, they said to Jesus. And then he says, well, who are my mother and my brothers that want to see me? Here, looking around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers and sisters. You are my mother, my brothers, and my sisters. Those who do the will of God, that person, those people, are my brother and sisters and my mothers. So Jesus is really paying a great tribute to his own mother and his own father. These are the ones who really do God's work. But when it comes to the ministry of Jesus, he's reaching out to people, he's preaching and he's teaching this is what he came for. He came to show forth the face of God. He came forth to show forth the compassion and the love of God for his people. He came to preach and proclaim the good news to people. And that was the primary reason why he came. He didn't come to spend the rest of his life sitting and having tea with his mother and father, so to speak or with his brothers and sisters, and we're talking here about the extended family, and this was a, a, a very real situation at the time of Jesus, the extended family. No, no, he came not just to be with his own sort of nuclear, nuclear family, his own little family, or even his own extended family. He came to go even further. He came to proclaim the good news to people wherever it was that he went. And when people heard him, and when people said, Yes, Lord, I will follow you. I will do what God is asking of me. Then Jesus says, You're my brother and my sister and my mother. Then you are doing, you are then part of my intimate family. Then you are part of my small family, my nuclear family, but also part of my extended family. Now, it was important for us to notice also that at the time of Jesus, the extended family was beginning to disintegrate to some extent because of the political situation at the time. The, the Herod and Herod Antipas and all these kind of people, um, they had an effect on the family at the time, and the families were beginning to disintegrate to a certain extent. But Jesus is saying we need to build up this family of God by doing what God wants us to do, not what the political situation is asking of us or what the church might be asking of us, but what is it that God is asking of us? And so we need to be open to the message of the gospel. And Jesus, in his preaching, always begins with repent and believe the good news. Yesterday we celebrated the feast of St. Paul, the conversion of St. Paul, and we know how St. Paul was so against the church, against Christ, and so on, and persecuted Christians. But eventually God broke through that hard uh, casing of St. Paul, touched his heart, converted him and made him a great apostle of the nations and his focus was to preach and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. And here we have Jesus Christ proclaiming the good news of God's love for us. And so when it comes to 
this important work of the proclamation of the gospel, that there is nothing more important than the proclamation and the preaching of the gospel and calling people to change, calling people to repentance, just helping people to understand that God is a God of love, a God of compassion, a God who forgives, a God who turns to us and encourages us all the time, that this is all part of the good news. When Jesus preaches, who are the ones who listen to him? It's the people on the margins of society. The ones who come to him are the cripples and the lame, the people who are, 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 are forlorn, the people who are lonely and isolated and desperate, the people that the authorities don't notice. He notices them. He reaches out to them. And we live in the world today of, of similar people. Yes, they are the rich, the glorious, the glamorous, the mighty ones of this world. They need nobody. They don't even need God. They've got money and homes and investments and cars and all the rest of it. But there are thousands, millions of people who have nothing, slaves in the world today. People who are exploited, people who have no homes, 